<laughs> yeah. Welcome back to another episode of uh, 24 Frames Per Second with Balabanos and James. I'm Balabanos, he's James. Uh, we just, uh, Peter screened a, a film he was in for me that I had not yet seen. And I'm still processing all of it. Sure. Yeah. Such a such a waste of humanity that you are. Uh, <laughs> just be putting yourself in front of a camera. Isn't he the sweetest guy in I'm the so world? nice. We're, we're really close. Piece of garbage. No, caca. Um, this is how I'm going to start this, okay? All right, absolutely. Go ahead. I watched the trailer that made me think of you in the shower. Uh... Not in that order. I mean, I, I, I watched the trailer, then I was in the shower, and then it made me... I'm like, yeah, that's a Peter movie. Okay. And it was... I don't know if there was a the at the beginning. Was it the last or just last? Oh. Last Voyage of the Demeter. Yeah, the, la the last voyage of the, the last. I'm like, ooh, monster. This is like, this is on my alley. Like, what is this? It's horror that I can get behind. Because there's no monsters. I'm not scared of monsters, right? Sure. And I watched it, and I went from very excited. Like, the premise was awesome. A ship in the turn of the 19th century. The 20th. title didn't give it away for you? You didn't understand the reference? No. Okay, because like, so if you read, so The Last Voyage of the Demeter is the ship that brought Dracula to uh, England, and it is a single chapter in Bram Stoker's Dracula. It's like the, because you know the, oh, the, hey, the book is written in, a, in an epistolary way where yeah, it's all yeah. like diary entries. So that's like that chapter is the ship. I have lot read. Is the Demeter. That's the ship. I've never I, read the yeah. Stoker's so, so Dracula. Like, I've never read the actual so, book. I've seen every movie made based yeah. on it, but I've never actually read it. Well, not anymore. No, you can't say that because you haven't seen this one. And this is. Well, this on one that. just came out. Right. Yeah. But I'm just I mean, saying. Dracula in general, like the Dracula. Sure. sure. The lore, the lore. Um, do we need to plug anything before we get going? I mean, we could plug things for fun. No, I mean, like, uh, anything we need to let people know. Oh, yeah, we have an Instagram account now. Yeah. You can see back there in this very snazzy thing I made here. I don't know if it's... Uh, you know what? There's a good chance that anyone watching this can't see it because it's overexposed. I'm not sure. We'll find out after. Find out after. I'll try and fix yeah. it. Throw an ND in there. I don't know. Uh, what what did you... at? So people know. It's at 24fpspod where we'll be sharing clips of these long format episodes. I mean, I, I don't think I need to explain to people what we're going to do on the Instagram. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Um, I think so, yeah. But yeah, so I watched the trailer for Last tra uh, Last Voyage of the... Demeter. De Demeter. Yes. And Demeter. Uh, it starts... I mean, at the beginning, I was there for it. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. And then I heard them say it. It's Dracula. I was like, oh, no, I don't want it to be Dracula. So until until this light bulb moment where you just kind of remembered that it was Dracula, you thought they just shoehorned Dracula into a, a, mm -hmm. a ship's? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, it's Dracula. It couldn't be like a random. Because coming up, after coming off of. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Fuck, what was it called? Midnight Mass. Right. No spoilers, even though if you're smart, I just did spoil it. Uh, I was like, all right, cool. Demon monster thing, angel. And I was like, oh, it's Dracul. But now that I know it's that, and it's part of like that IP, yeah. I think I'm, I can forgive it, but it didn't look good. Like I didn't watch it and so, I was yeah. like, I can't wait to see this. Look, I haven't seen it. I haven't heard, look, I didn't hear it was bad, but I didn't hear it was good either. So make of that what you will. It's it it's there. Okay. I mean it's out ish. Yeah. Oh, is it out? Well, so uh yeah, it hit theaters about a month ago and just got a digital release. So anybody who Oh, straight to digital? Not straight to digital. Oh, I got a theater release. No, you just yeah, said that. I yeah. just stopped listening. Nowadays uh, the window for a lot of productions depending on on which studio can be as short as some of them are, are as short as 20 days. 
Like, uh, yeah, I was talking to, who was I talking to about this? I think I was talking to my kid about this, actually. Um, she's like, what movie was it? Let's say it was Barbie because I don't remember what it was. Uh-huh. It's not, though. It's something that hasn't come out yet, and she's like really waiting to see it. Okay. If something comes to mind, throw it out there. Um, she's like, when, 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 when can I watch this? I was like, well, it's not out yet. But, but, but when will it be out? I'm like, well, look, it has to go to the theaters first. And then it's at our house. I'm like, well, no, it's going to go to the theaters for a bit. How long? Like, just like. Okay, so explaining that. Like, I need, I need this movie. Okay, know, like, all right. Stick it in my vein. And I was like, look, uh, two, three weeks, then it'll, maybe a week, it'll go by where it's nowhere, and then it'll come straight to video. She's like, that's so long. I'm like, are you joking? I, I had to wait. Yeah. If, if, like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Well, we're, of a movie. We're, we're, no, hold on. We're from the VHS era. So, the VHS era was a different time in, uh, in the history of the world. Um, <laughs> Where something would go into a theatrical release for what two, three months, maybe? Yeah, right? sometimes longer. And yes. then the window where it just didn't exist anymore, like it wasn't in theaters and it wasn't at home, was like what a year. We're also part of a generation that got a phenomenon. Do you remember when Titanic came out? Mm-hmm. So Titanic was in theaters for well over a year. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Titanic it was in theaters bank, for yeah, yeah, well over a year, oh. and this was this was again at a time where. DVD hadn't started yet. Um, movies were, you know, they had their extended theatrical. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was the only way to see a new. Well, what was movie. the average runtime? Like, I can't remember at all. I'm sure it's something you probably know for some reason because you. Oh, sometimes you know it, it could have been six months to a year. Sometimes six months to a year. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, let's let's pick a random movie like Die Hard three. So Die Hard with a Vengeance would have come out in 1995. And I don't think anybody would have been able to get their hands on VHS copy till maybe like 96, 97. But what was yeah. the logic there? Was it simply a, like, as my understanding was that converting 35 millimeter film stock to VHS was a lengthy process. Yeah. In yeah, the 90s, it because there was a lot of pan and scan happening. They had to account, especially in the late 90s, they had to account for a lot of uh, different aspect ratios. That's so why you watch movies in a theater. Yeah. And then you would watch it on your like cathode ray TV. I don't know if anyone's old then, enough to remember and, those. And then you had... And you're like, where, where's the rest of the scene? Like, like you had also... Like Darkman. Darkman was one of those movies where I remember seeing it in the theaters. Darkman in the theater? Yeah, Darkman in the you. theater. Good for At you. the Dollar Cinema at, at uh, the Cary Square, like maybe a year or two after... It had, no, a few years after it had come out. It was like, yeah, you, know, well, you know how this place used to work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to find like old... They would buy old used film prints that were kind of damaged and they'd screen it for a dollar. Yeah. And you go, you get a dollar and then another dollar for popcorn and like... 25 cents. I feel like a, a really old man right now. No, but For three dollars in, in a nickel, I used to see a picture. Isn't it fucking crazy, though, that what? that that used to be like, all right, here, it's like a dollar and whatever. Nowadays, the thought, especially for film lovers, the thought of being able to go to a, a, a cinema to see an older film and they do these throwback screenings and stuff. It's like a, it's expensive and it's a whole, it's something people look forward yeah, to. Yeah, but these are new prints, though. These were like... Like well, you're in the situation that you're talking about, talking about getting new prints for a reason. Sure. Like they did it with Back to the Future. Right? No, but that, that was their whole Blu-ray thing. So Cineplex was screening oh, all right. older films on Blu-ray. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a, it was a Blu-ray rip or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what it was, but so they weren't was, running it through a. Print. They weren't running oh. the original 35 mil print. No, no, that was uh, hmm. yeah. And and I had I had a lot. I didn't know that because I, I went and I saw. Well, I got to, to see. Future. I got to see Back to the Future. I got to see Die Hard. I got to see Fight Club. I got to see Alien. I got to see Aliens. I got to see. There's this uh, place. Sure, some. Of do you remember we had right. gone to see? I don't know if it was with you. I had gone to see Fort, The Fortunate Son, a great documentary by a friend yeah, of mine. That was funny to me, but yeah. Uh, what is that place called? Inside, it all looks like you on know Saint Denis. The, the not on Saint Denis. Well, okay, 
let's work backwards sure. through let's my brain for a second, okay? Take me on this. Uh, to 15 years ago, 12 years ago, it's a film, it's an animated film called Hugo. Yeah. And, and it's Hugo's, about... Hugo's not an animated film. Hugo's a 3D film by Martin Scorsese. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. A 3D film. Yeah. It was it's like... not animated. No, no. Shot in 3D. You're absolutely right. By Martin Scorsese. And it's based on Excellent that... Excellent film. Excellent film. It had no business being as good as no, it was. No, Hugo. If you haven't seen Hugo, so you should definitely see yeah, Hugo, yeah. especially if you're a cinephile. So Hugo takes place in the turn of the 1900s, the beginning of the 1900s. Yeah. When were the Lumiere brothers around? Yeah, right around there. Like, right. Uh, so what I didn't know about Hugo is the world it was set in. Okay. So whatever that world is, because I can't remember the name right now, that 19th century. It's not steampunk. I want. I keep wanting to say steampunk, but it's <laughs> not at all. It's not. It's <laughs> not steampunk. But it's what steampunk is based off of in its. Well, I mean, an alternate, an alternate timeline for that time period. So it's, it's like, you know, it, it, uh, post-industrial revolution, beginnings of cinema, uh, moving pictures have started, like we've left from, uh, what were those things called? The With the horse? I don't know what you're they, doing they, right they, they used to spin rotoscopes. Not yeah, rotoscopes. Uh, no, not ro- I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like that period in yeah, the history yeah. of, of cinema. And that's kind of what this place looked like inside. Okay, yeah. That, that, that was me going backwards through my brain. In, it was a theater on Saint Laurent. I think it's the Cinémathèque Québécoise next door. It's possible. And yeah. then right next to it, there was a theater. And it was all, you know, gears. And it had that, that Hugo vibe. Well, the Imperial isn't far from Saint Laurent. It's not the Imperial. That's not what you're talking about. But yeah. this place also had like a venue with a restaurant. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Um, I don't think it exists. Cinema Moderne, yes. Cinema Moderne, that's Cinema right. Cinema Moderne, yeah. It's a small one screening. No, no. no. I know oh, Cinema okay. Moderne, also a really cool place, but not at all what we're talking about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sidetrack us here. I saw Heat. 35 millimeter print. At Cinema Moderne? Cinema Moderne about awesome. a year ago. Yeah, I remember you telling me. Excellent sound. That yeah? bank heist scene was definitely interesting. It was, it was awesome. I can't remember where this, where this theater is, this imaginary place that you... No, it's not imaginary. I think it's the Cinematheque Québécoise. I can't remember. I will check at some point. Maybe I'll throw it in the comments so for people who are wondering. Or for the ones of you going, saying the name and just waiting for me to say it. Sure. It's not going to come to me. Uh, I saw Blade Runner there. No. Oh. The director's cut with the voiceover. Like the narration, not the voiceover. Yeah. Like the film noir narration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a spectacular experience. Like... It was uh, an original 35 millimeter print, not not a redone, not a rescaled, gotcha. not a reprinted. It was one of the original prints. They had brought it from, I forget where, somewhere in the States, some like archive. And it was like two nights only. And I was like, I have to see this. And I had never seen. For those of you that want, that don't know, so I'm, I'm wearing this Batman t-shirt because uh, <laughs> Phil because, had none like, of his gall disparage Batman. I didn't in disparage in Batman. I'm actually going to wear hey, this hey, for the no, next hold on, episode hold on, as well. Hold, hold on, on. Hold on. I didn't disparage Batman. I just spoke truth about Batman because Batman is not fighting for me. He's not my Batman. Trash. <laughs> you, oh, my you, parents are dead. You're, you're garbage. Garbage <laughs> for disparage. I love Batman. Just for the record, I absolutely love Batman. I think he's one of the well, the way I love characters of Western... The way I love Batman and the way I love the Batman cinematic universe... Phil feels that way and maybe a little bit more about uh, Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. And by extension, Alien, because they take place in the same universe. And Prometheus. Prometheus is not a good movie. Prometheus is an underrated film. It oh, is, uh, but it's it's not what it could have been. I, I You know what? Look, I'll say this. I love Prometheus. Like, I watched it. I watched it last week for fun. Just, <laughs> I just put it on. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I love the alternate opener. I don't know if you've ever seen the alternate opener. No. You know, at the beginning of the film, like the opening, the cold opening of the film, you have the... 
the the engineer he comes to the edge he drinks that black goop and he starts to disintegrate and yeah, the, the water goes yeah. into the water whatever um there's an alternate which is a little bit longer where you get to see the mothership leaving and okay. you get to see it's much more gore you see him come apart all right all right it's interesting but that being said it should does have it, been a better movie. Does it add anything to it, or it's just it, an it adds a it adds a bit of backstory to the engineers? Like it, it's not just like a one off. This guy comes and and then that's it. It like gives it a bit more. Okay, there's a bit more gravitas to the scene. Okay. I would say it's not better because the original one isn't great. It's just more. I mean, it's more interesting. Uh, and visually, there's some better effects too in the water when all the DNA is splitting and the atoms and okay. all that shit. But uh, the Prometheus should have been like the greatest movie ever made it should have been but it wasn't it just wasn't so then how do you feel about covenant uh, i haven't seen covenant okay. I, I was too sad after prometheus even though i like prometheus i'm saying it okay it's right up my alley but you, i you just, understand covenant is a direct sequel to prometheus yeah I, I understand i just okay. couldn't do it right. i was like i'm not ready maybe one day i'll do it so my opinion i liked prometheus a lot mm -hmm. i could care less about covenant I know right. I recently read that um, Ridley Scott was, he's disappointed himself because he, he, he would have had an opportunity to make Blade Runner uh, 2049? 2049 okay. and chose to make Covenant instead. He probably should have made Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, he, he regrets that. But now, like, here's where it gets okay, cool. Yeah. Do you know who Fede Alvarez is? No. Uh, have you seen, Should I? Have you seen not filmmaker? The Evil Dead? Film actor. Filmmaker. Okay. Uh, no, I don't know. Evil Dead. That came out about maybe I haven't 10 seen years it, okay. ago. I know what it is, okay. but I haven't seen it. So Again, because I love the original franchise so much. No, I'm it's scared awesome. To... I'm telling you, Fed, Fed did as a good job. Seems scary. <laughs> Sissy. Uh, you can't say that anymore. Well, I can say it to you. I don't mean it in any kind you of... canceled. <laughs> you canceled, bro. So, Fed Alvarez is tackling uh, the Alien franchise. Really? Yeah, he's got an Alien so look, coming out. Evil Dead seemed very scary from the trailers. I was like, well done, but not for me. Thank you. You won't, you won't get me this time. Sure. Because uh, I, I do, I like, I absolutely, I think Evil Dead 3 Army of Darkness okay. is the first time I ever saw comedy and horror mixed. Yeah. That makes I, sense. I was young and I, I shouldn't have been watching that movie. I was too young. I must have been like nine yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we were. Remember watching it with my dad and my godfather in the dark basement, and my godbrother crying. He was like two years younger. <laughs> and I was like, man up! And I was like about to shit myself. But that movie like stayed with me for my whole life. Yeah, that movie introduced me to Sam Raimi. Have you seen? I was like, seen the alternate endings and stuff. Did I've seen everything. Okay, I've seen right. everything. I even watched Ash vs Evil Dead, which is not a good show, not a good series. I. I it's like good it. for me, yeah. But objectively, standalone, it's trash. Can yeah? I, is it can can that series? That series is clearly fan service. Yeah, I mean it's Bruce Campbell fan. But that's it's not even Evil Dead sure, fan service. But that's Bruce fine. Campbell. That's fine. Groovy. That's fine. That's fine. But uh, what was my point? How do we get down this rabbit hole? We're talking about Fede Alvarez doing Evil Dead. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not, I'm, that seems great. But Alien for me, it was never about the horror. Alien. Well, again, I don't know that. I, look, it's a horror film. Nothing has come out yet in terms of trailers or anything. So I'm going to, I mean, I'm looking forward to it just based on the fact that that's a solid filmmaker tackling an IP that needs a refresh. It. Yeah, but needs, Does it though? desperately needs a refresh. I, I, if look, you're gonna we're going to disagree gonna continue it. Because I think we have fallen into the trap of trying to refresh too many things. Well, listen, I'm not, they're not making anything new in terms of creatures that's not what i'm saying i well well prometheus tried no 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 no. no. I, I mean le let's leave these universes let's do new stuff 
No, okay. Well, that's like a I know it's a, it's a safe bank. That's a whole different argument. Yeah, that's yeah. the argument I'm making. I, I mean, it's safe to bank on existing IP, and you know it's going to make its money back. People are going to come out to see it. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And people are going to hate it also, even if it's good, because you're touching something from their childhood. That came out weird. But people are... So, like, the hate that it's going to get is good marketing. So, I understand why they do it, why studios want to go this route. But let's make new shit. So, let me ask you, what... By extension, should every IP just be abandoned then? Like every known IP? Because Maybe for you... a few years, yeah. Like, I don't need to see Arnold dying again. went so high then. I know, bro. <laughs> it happens. Okay, so, okay. Well, they just need to, what, hit the pause button on Marvel, hit the pause button on Star Wars? Honestly, Marvel, probably they should hit the pause button. Okay. I tried to watch... Uh, Guardians? No, I haven't seen Guardians yet. Ant-Man. I tried to... Ant-Man was a hot garbage mess, but it was enjoyable. Like, it was fun to watch. I tried to watch Secret Invasion. Oh, so why, why am I hearing terrible things? I haven't, I haven't touched Look, it yet. You know I love slow-paced storytelling. Yeah. Like, I, I'm okay with a slow burn. Bro, the candle went out three times in the pilot. Like, also, Samuel L. Jackson, it feels like he's being held at gunpoint to do this role at this point. Like, you know, Sam Jackson, Sam Jackson. Yeah. He doesn't want to be there. You, you can feel it. And you're like, okay, so let's for a second pull ourselves out of the universe of Marvel and say that this is just a fucking spy espionage like standalone miniseries, okay? It's fucking Jack Ryan with aliens. I can believe that. I like that, actually. I like that as an I, idea. I would watch that. But don't also expect me to be so well-versed in things that happened in some of the worst Marvel properties, like Captain Marvel, the first Captain Marvel. Yeah, not a good and, and expect me to remember these like tiny subplots from Captain Marvel so that I can know what's going on. Give me a refresher. Give me some context. Sure, they do it a bit in like the third and fourth, but by then I don't give a shit. Okay, like, yeah, Anna, Anna like looked done. at me and she's like, look, can we, like we're sitting down to watch TV at night. She's like, can we not keep watching Secret? I'm like, thank God. No, oh, I can't. Okay, I right, can't watch yeah, it yeah. anymore. That takes a lot. I know, Anna. That takes a lot. Anna, like, Anna will stop. finish yeah. the worst things just to finish. She's like, I just can't do it. Yeah, you got to see it to the it's end. It's so yeah. bad. Shit, okay. So it was, and, I, so and like good. Captain, uh, not Cap, Captain Marvel was not a great film, but Miss Marvel, which got a lot of fucking negative press and a lot of shitting on. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed, look, I was not the target demographic for that show. I'm not a Pakistani teenage girl. Uh, going through Pakistani teenage girl problems. But I come from immigrant stock, so it was relatable. Okay. Right? It, it, because Miss Marvel is not a Marvel show. It's a Pakistani war epic. Okay. It, it's super interesting. when it do, Like, in its main timeline, it's like, whatever, okay. She's a hero now. Yay. But when it starts going into these, like, scenes from her personal history, her family history, where you're seeing, like, the partition of India into, into India and Pakistan and all that, I'm like, oh, this is super so interesting. That's where it thrives. Like, that's a where it thrives. Epic, it's a historical okay. epic. All right. And then it comes back to these like very Gen Z jokes and you're like, okay, it's not for me. So I didn't hate it. So it takes a lot for me to hate something. I hated fucking Secret Movie. I couldn't watch it. It's unwatchable. It's unwatchable. Okay. All right. Possibly Samuel L. Jackson's worst film. It's not a film, but his worst role that's, that he's ever done. It is saying a lot. Wow. Name okay. some other classic Sam Jackson no-nos. I'd rather not. I don't want to give Do him it. the attention. I don't want to give him the attention. Snackers on the planet. The cleaner. The cleaner was bad. The cleaner uh, is Oscar worthy compared to this. Okay. Um, and that's not me wanting to shit on Rennie Harlan. And I, and I like Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. You know I what's underrated? Uh, Ptolemy. What's that series called? Oh, right. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it was a series on Apple. Yeah. Um, Ptolemy Jones? Something. Ptolemy. 
Ptolemy something. Ptolemy something. I can't remember now. Yeah, but yeah. that is, he's phenomenal. The show itself is fine. He's, he is phenomenal in with, that. With the right material, Sam Jackson is. No, it's not about material with Sam Jackson. It's you about the think? director with Sam Jackson. Because the material is always the same for Sam Jackson. They just give him stuff and no, he but that's what I'm he saying. That's not, that's, not, that's not material. That's what I'm trying to say is that's the material. Is like if they give him the same thing, you're going to get the same thing. But when someone challenges him. But you don't always get do. the same thing. And challenging him is the director, not the material. Arguably. And there's some great one-liners in Ptolemy, whatever it was called. I can't remember his last oh name God, right yeah. now. Yeah, look, look it up. It's bothering me. He mumbles his uh, consonants. The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. Gray, Gray. The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. Great, great miniseries. Yeah. I think it was a miniseries, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a standalone miniseries. Apple's had some nice standalone miniseries. Yeah, Apple hasn't really missed a lot. They've, uh, well, there was the one with Chris Evans, which for the life of me, I don't know what it was called. Defending Jacob. Defending Jacob. I left that really fucked up. I was like, well, what did I just watch? Like, yeah. why is Captain America a piece of shit? I was like, this is great. Like I again, really, again, another actor when given the right material. Look, 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 look at Knives I Out. Was, look at Knives Out. I haven't seen Knives Out. Oh man! I've only seen uh, uh, what's the first one called? No, the second one's Glass Onion. Oh, so first I've seen one. Knives Out. I've okay, seen that. so Chris Evans. He's the yes, yes, yeah, he's yeah. amazing. He's, he's or the other one that he did with the um, what are their brothers' names there? The Marvel brothers. The Hemsworths? No, no, the uh, directors. Oh, uh, I can't remember the names. Uh, the Russos. The, the Russos. Russos. That yeah. that that. Uh, the oh, Gray Man. The Gray Man. He was He's phenomenal in The Gray Man. The, the Gray Man is a great movie. Yeah, Gray Man's like, a good action But then film, he yeah. made the other one with uh, Ana de Armas, whose title I, for, escapes me at the moment. Ghosted. See, there. talk about a movie that is borderline unwatchable. That's an Apple miss. Ghosted is for that, me. Is, it, is that a, yeah, it's it's an, not an Apple, an Apple original? It's a Netflix original. Apple original. Really? I promise you right now. Ghosted is... Whatever. I mean, it's a forgettable Guys, film. If you want to know, she's, she's hot, so you can watch it. If like, you, if you prompted AI to say, "Yes, write this film," while watching the writers who are arguably great writers, uh, they've written Deadpool, they've written, uh, they wrote Zombieland. These are some of the funnier films. But if you told, a, if you churned those movies through AI, AI yeah, that's to like pick up the dialogue and then try to make its own movie, its own movie, you would get ghosted. It has Which some nice, paper, funny scenes. Yeah, but on paper, I mean, guys, follow me through this. On paper, this is a film directed by uh, Dexter, uh, whatever. I can't remember his last name. No, Fletcher, Dexter Fletcher, who was an actor turned director. The guy who did Rocket Man. All right, the Elton oh, John film. Old Dex Flex. Awesome movie. Got him. Yeah, he also movie. took over Bohemian Rhapsody from Brian Singer when that whole shit happened. So mm -hmm. uh, someone uh, who's, yes. who's, who's got some power behind the camera, you put arguably two incredibly you know, hot, like in the moment stars, Pretty Chris people. Evans. And yeah, obviously objectively attractive people, but I mean like hot stars right now, Chris Evans, Ana Dernas, uh, who have chemistry. Because they've appeared in a few films together. Yeah, yeah, but there's no chemistry here at all. And on a script from some of the most sought-after writers in Hollywood right now, flipping the gender... Yeah, the gender uh, norm, where norm. she's the, the superhero. Yeah, you know what I mean? just the regular Joe. And I'm like, okay, I'm there for it, because on paper, all this suggests a hit. I, I, I you know what it is? barely finish it. On paper... It's perfect, probably. And then you probably read the script. It's literally a series of tropes. Like, it's a series of tropes, yeah, yeah, one, yeah, after, one another, after the other. And, and, and even, even their the cute meat yeah. is like... Meat cute. Meat cute. Cute meat. <laughs> He's got some cute meat, bro. <laughs> even their meat cute is just... It's so tropey 
but it's not self-aware at all. That's the issue. If it was self-aware, you'd say, okay, I, I see what you're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, maybe it, it fails, maybe it doesn't. No, exactly. But it's not. If it, was, if it was really trying to subvert, but it's really it's, just it's, leans into it. It's just, it's. this will make us money. Let's make. You know this. what bums me out is I swore this podcast wouldn't be about us reviewing. We're not reviewing anything. Uh, I just, well, you, you had mentioned Secret Invasion as something unwatchable. And it, that when we started talking about Ghosted, yeah, that's yeah. where it clicked. That that was, that's the last thing to me that I, I saw as borderline unwatchable. And I'll watch, I'm trying to think, I'll watch bad movies. There's very, yeah, me too. There's very few things I've ever walked out of or turned off in my life. Secret Invasion, I may finish it. Maybe. Probably yeah. not. But I find that the last like six Marvel releases have been borderline unwatchable. Borderline. Well, no, because the six would include uh, Spider-Man. I'm also uh, including No uh, Way Home. Yeah, that's true. That was not unwatchable. That was that phenomenal. Was fucking awesome. I mean, they should have just stopped there. Like, we're done. <laughs> That's no, no, you can't. You can't. We're done. We got to continue. It'll never how? be better than the, it was better than the first Avengers. Yeah, but how are you? Of course, how? But how are you? Need to see what happens to Peter now. Like I, I can't. You can't end it on that. You can't make him a tragic of character like you that. Can. I'm leaving. What do you mean? You can't, I can't. He's he's hold the on, best. Hold on, hold on. Peter we're, Parker. Wait, stop, 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 stop. Okay. We're we're dipping into. We may spoil the end of a movie right now. Okay, yeah, you're absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. but to me, the ending of that film, the way it ends, is the perfect. If you know the Spider-Man lore, you know the Spider-Man mythos, you're familiar with all these years of Spider-Man stories, that's a great ending. You just go. You heartless fuck. And, you're, and your mind can fill in the blanks. You heartless fuck. He's on a new adventure. You heartless fuck. Maybe I am a heartless no, fuck, no. but like the other guys, for example. Remember the other guys? Yeah. Will Ferrell and Wahlberg? Is that the other guys? Listen to me. I cannot watch that movie without hysterically it like, is one of the worst movies i have ever seen in my entire I, I, life i will laugh throughout that entire movie. i got up and i walked out so it's the only time i've so, ever done that in so, my life so listen to me the only time it's really funny you mentioned that uh, i sat through cosmopolis hold on hold on with an awkward erection <laughs> like and i sat there and i was like i'm here for it he's getting a prostate exam okay okay, okay hold on on this train of thought yeah talladega nights yeah. How did you feel about Talladega Nights? Forgettable. I barely remember watching okay. it. How did you feel I about I also am not a big Will Ferrell fan. How did you feel about Step Brothers? Step Brothers is endearing. Endearing? But forgettable for me. Okay. Now, if I'm asking you I honestly. I stupid comedies. If I'm asking you honestly, when's the last time you saw the three films we just spoke about? Other Guys, Step Brothers, and Talladega Nights. Uh, so Other Guys, the, uh, theatrical in, release, in, yeah. and I walked out, and okay. I'm never doing it again. Uh, Talladega Nights, maybe seven years ago? Six? Okay. Uh, Step Brothers, I don't remember the last okay. time I saw it. So you're you're about 37 now? Yeah. Okay. Watch it now. Watch all three of them now. Listen to me. I challenge you. I challenge you on this podcast. I'm sure I'll laugh. No, no, not to laugh like a lot more than you should. It's hilarious because those movies seem targeted for, you know, teenage boys or anything like that. Like I saw Talladega Nights in theaters and I, I might have had a chuckle or two. I saw it later in life. It is like now a yearly watch where I need to like, I just want to. But like, I would, slap. I understand what you're saying. And I feel like walk hard is in that same category. No, nah, yeah, I don't know. But walk I love yeah, walk, walk hard. hard. I love, I lied. Yeah. But I, I'm a Johnny Cash fan. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, maybe that's why. But yeah, I see what you, I understand what if you're we're saying. talking about these irreverent comedies, they stand above right now at this age. I think they, they, they're funnier. And the case in point is, one that I know you've seen in the last couple mm -hmm. of years, and for sure you've laughed what way more than you should have. You don't mess with the Zohan. I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, wow. Okay. But I, look, I'm one of I'm a self-loathing Adam Sandler fan. 
Like, I hate that he amuses me. It bothers me. So I won't self-love. I'm going to say it right here, and I want you to punch in on this. I love Adam Sandler. Good for you, man. Everybody shitting on him for nepotism and just making movies oh, with no, his friends I, and that, all that. That I have no issue with. I have no issue with that. It's Do just it. that, like, okay, uh, Blended, which is a movie I watch way too Amazing. often. Amazing. Because my wife same. loves it. I she love loves Blended. Blended. I love, Blended. love, love Blended. It's so good. It's <laughs> shout, out, shout out Terry Crews on Blended Cruz, right Terry now. Terry Crews is phenomenal in that movie. And the other guy. I don't know the actor's name. He no, plays right, like yeah, the manager yeah, yeah, of the yeah, hotel. Yeah. He keeps coming. Mr. Snafalapagis. Theotopolis. Theopopolis. So many Theopopolis. Amazing. Yeah, like Amazing. that to me is Adam Sandler at his best and worst in okay. terms of like an Adam Sandler film. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not Come Happy on. Madison. You know what I mean? It's it not. is Happy Madison. For you thinking about Happy, you're talking about the Happy Madison company here. Yeah, it's, it's Happy not Happy Madison. Madison. It is, of course. Listen. That is one it? sits, yeah, because they have you have categories of Happy Madison films, all right? You got Adam. Wait, did you assume I mixed up two movies? No, titles? yeah, for, <laughs> for, half, for half a hot second. Yeah, so did but, I after you asked. I was like, wait, what? But these subcategories is you have Adam Sandler is your hapless, potentially good hearted. No, no, no. I'm talking about like some kind of mental. Like, it's always... Oh, he may be on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. So I don't get that in well, this one. You'll, no, you'll, talk, you'll get Madison. You'll get Lily Madison. He has you'll ASD. Get Hubie Halloween. You'll get The Water Double Boy. ASD. ASD. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, he just makes movies yeah. about kids with the ASD. But I'm saying, that's, a sub, that's a subgenre of the Happy Madison films. Mm -hmm. Then you have your... It's its own thing. Your Happy Madison... Drew Barrymore rom com. Fifty First Dates, Wedding uh, Singer, Wedding and Singer. You got Wedding Singer is a good movie, but all, all three of them, I challenge you, are good-hearted movies. Wh is wedding? No, which is the one where wedding he gets the nose job, where he gets with the Jennifer nose job? Aniston? That's Just Go With It, which is another. that's an okay movie. Yeah. Also, you see what I'm saying? But it's always the same movie. But right? that's what I mean. But it doesn't matter because it's <laughs> so reliable. Here's the point: it's reliable, and I'll enjoy it. But I hate myself a little. That's what I'm saying. I'll watch it and I'll laugh and I'll, I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. Look, our and I'm audience, upset with myself. Our audience and, and, and just every audience is comprised of, you know, there's the your, your, your chicken soup people, your tomato soup people that go to, some of them might be chilly, that go to, I just need this. I don't know yeah, if he's my go to, but yeah. But no, no. What I'm trying to say is that Adam Sandler movies for me and for a lot of people are that like, I've I just want to feel good. Day, yeah. yeah. Or whatever it is, a rough week. I just want to put on an Adam Sandler film and enjoy my time and that is it it's it makes him an unsung hero in my book okay and then every once in a while he'll give us like a punch drunk love and an uncut gems and he's a fucking incredible dramatic actor which is so weird to say that like uh, growing up watching adam sandler movies yeah. to say that he made uncut gems like he was so in that fucking awesome it is awesome to do that but look i have no disrespect to adam sandler it's just part of me feels like it's pupukaka humor a lot of times, right? That's yeah. The, and I'm like, I shouldn't be laughing at this. Like, I'm a grown-ass man. I shouldn't find this funny. But, but I am, yeah. But again, no disrespect to Sandler. And the nepotism thing, fucking good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Nepotism. He just made a movie. Where with all his a kids. movie with his kids. So yeah, yeah, you told me about that. And I, I mentioned it to my wife. And I was like, yeah, Peter said he loved this. And she goes, I watched it. It was crap. Oh, really? I was like, oh, really? Interesting. My, my wife wanted to watch. Uh, so the film is called You Are So Not Invited to My, my Mitzvah. mitzvah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. She really enjoyed it. I thought it was, again, objectively a good-hearted movie. I can't speak to the film. I didn't see it. But, like, I was curious. I was because she watches some trash. Like, and I she didn't like it. I catch her watching things. I'm like, what Hold are on. you Is doing? Is this your same wife who didn't like Midnight Mass? Yes. Ah, the, <laughs> the opinions. But Midnight Mass, I didn't expect her to like. 
opinions around. I was a little upset with her at the end. I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, and she got into it. I'm like, you don't understand anything. Yeah, yeah. This is, it's about life. And I was and like, for shame, for shame. But, uh, but yeah, normally these types of films, I mean, the Adam Sandler-esque, yeah, yeah. an extendable universe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's like there for it. She was like, it was fine. Like I wasn't. Well, we look, it's not by any means like a she didn't movie. enjoy it. She I'm didn't not enjoy it. But I didn't it. I didn't see it, so I can't I can't tell you how what's wrong with it. But like I mean I catch her watching Hallmark movies, you know what I mean? Like, oh no, see I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, I love to sit when she watch especially when Christmas starts rolling around, right? She'll just sit and watch fucking Christmas movies. And I love to sit down and just trash them. I was like, that's believable. Okay, sure. Okay, listen, you I'm going to do you a love favor. To do that. We're going to pin this here because I want it to come back right around Christmas. I'm going to give you a film to watch that okay. will feel... No, no, there's no chance you've ever seen it. Tell me. It's called Christmas with the Campbells. I think something like that. Listen, and it sounds familiar because they all do, right? Listen no. I promise Who's you. Who's in never, this? Justin Long, Brittany Snow. Fuck, I've seen this. It's, it's, it's solid it's, it's one of the greatest accidentally greatest christmas movies ever made yeah because it you, you're watching the film wait the who's uh who's the dad in that movie uh, uh it's what's it oh god i gotta check hold on. now i'm not even sure if we're talking about the same movie guys but uh, I, i'll try not to do this too often on the show where i stop to yeah, imdb something because that's why i brought you on yeah, I so know, I don't well, have to search well, for well, shit. Now, yeah if it was me googling stuff i would just do it by myself so it's george went from cheers that's right yes okay. This is a hist- like an accidentally hysterical yeah. film that I only watched, even though it, so it looks and Let, let's save like this a, for Christmas. Oh, though. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we'll get, we'll get. I mean, we're we're only a few weeks out here. You're right. Yeah, uh, this is not shot live, <laughs> <laughs> but my point is like she can watch that, but then we'll watch Midnight Mass. She's like, "What a waste of time!" I'm like, "What?" That's a waste of and time. And her explanation was to me that the Christmas movies make me feel nice. Okay, this gives me existential dread. I was like. But, but you need the, that to feel alive. Yeah, and she's to, like, eh. You need to balance that. Yeah, yeah. I can't watch. Some people don't want right, to think right. about yeah, their my own wife, My wife either. My wife will only, like, prefers to watch things that make her happy. Sometimes I want to watch something that's going to leave me fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Like, that. I, I haven't seen, and you're going to get mad, but because I, I haven't been able to convince her to watch it with me, and I don't want to watch it alone, but I've decided I'm going to do it this week. Okay. I haven't seen Dunkirk. Oh, my God. Yeah, so uh, here's another movie that you're going to get mad about. It's I have it. I bought it. I paid for it. It's been sitting there, and I still haven't watched I'm it. Nervous because I really want her to watch it with me because I think she'll love it. But she won't do it. And I will give you a hint: he should have won an Oscar for it, or did he win an Oscar for it? I don't remember now. Well, tell me the movie. The Revenant. No, oh, he did win an Oscar. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mixed yeah, yeah. up. The, the, what was the film right before The Revenant that he did? The DiCaprio did. Wolf it was of Wall uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So which which, which I, I've I, seen is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Wolf of Wall Street. But Rev- the Revenant, I haven't seen. I've avoided every major plot point. Like I, I know the story more or less, but I because it's based on a true story, right? Like loosely, it's a good movie. I know it's a good movie, but I want her to watch it with me, but she won't because she's like, eh, it's old. I'm like it's not old. That's no. another thing. If it's over five years old, it's off my dock, and I gotta watch it oh on my God, own. Are we married to the same person? No, no, we're not. That'd be weird. That'd be weird. Wife, they might be married. My, to my the wife same person. says the same thing. Yeah, it's like no, I want a new release. I'm like, but the new release is bad. Let's watch. Yeah, but it's like you you haven't seen this. Like the other night, I was we were gonna watch TV, and I, I just I wanted to watch something while I waited. She was like putting the kids to bed, whatever. I watched the first thirty minutes of Judge Dredd, the original Judge. Yeah, Dredd? of course. Oh man, it's great. She's like, turn this shit off. I'm I never right. break the law. I am the law. <laughs> Stop. Love that. Nine, the nineties was great. For Rob Schneider, 
Rob Schneider, you didn't get to it because you only did the first yeah, three minutes. Yeah, I only did a bit. I don't remember. Rob Schneider is the de facto sidekick in Judge Dredd. Yes. I'm getting like flashes yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, this is a random segue. You're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, right, you know this. a movie I've only ever seen once? I barely remember it. I just remember laughing so hard it hurt because I think I was high. Okay. Um, and I watched it on a um, Voyager bus on the way up north. Okay. Okay. The fucking pest. With John Leguizamo? Yeah. Dude. The I pest have, with wait, John Leguizamo. I have no memory of the film itself. I only have memories of how I felt yeah, watching same. it. Same. I don't, you could, I, you could, gun to my head, I could not no, tell you what yeah, the plot yeah. of the pest was. Same. I just remember it was phenomenal. I feel the And when I close my eyes to picture John Leguizamo as the pest, for some reason, he's dressed as Ace Ventura. Yeah. It was just because the... Was it, he? No. He had the Hawaiian shirt? He has something He did. Like that, it's just yeah. Ace Ventura. <laughs> it's somehow I've combined the two. Uh, so I was... Because I, that was at the time when like, I don't know, Cable or whatever you want to call it. It was playing all the time. Was I, it? I never saw I it again. I loved that movie. Now. What was the fucking premise of that movie? I couldn't tell you. Doesn't matter. I, w- I will. You know what? I will seek it out. That's I will. Fine. I will try to you know, watch the pest. Best that I don't know. The next I don't want episodes. Know. I will rewatch the pest. Now, I think uh, it's better that I don't know. Oh, I just don't Fair ruin enough. it for me. Fair enough. I won't. Uh, did you know that John Leguizamo did like one man shows, like almost like stand? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm aware. Yeah. And right around the time that the pest was released, he did one that talked about growing up like Puerto Rican in, I think it was Washington Heights at the time. Uh, sure. And I, I have the same kind of memories about that, like it being. Hysterical. I don't. I don't remember. I've never seen it. I'm aware of it. Like I've seen clips, but I've never watched the whole thing. He's he's super super underrated as well. John Leguizamo. Yeah. Man. You know who's more underrated? I don't know if he is underrated. Luis Guzman. No, Luis Guzman is a Zatara. Luis Guzman Zatara. is a national treasure. Okay. I don't think most people feel that way about him. Fuck those people. I said it Luis here. Guzman is, first of all. Given his obvious like appearance, it's incredible that he's gotten lead in, leading roles in Hollywood. Like, no disrespect to Luis Guzman, but he's not like uh, he's not a. I'm hoping a, a stereotypically you, handsome man. No, I know. Right? I'm hoping he's not you, ripped. He's not. Could you throw a picture of him here at some point? I don't want to do that with this show. No. Okay. No. So, Google Luis Guzman. The vast majority of you are going to be like. This guy. Oh, I, I, see, in my head, I assume everyone knows who Luis Guzman is, right? Because <laughs> he's fucking don't. Luis Guzman. We should do an entire episode highlighting B, C, and D level actors. You know who's another knows. great uh, underrated? Oh, now. <laughs> everyone's going to know his face. What'd you say? I said we should do an episode where we just highlight these amazingly underrated. There's so B many C yeah, B or C actors, actors that you don't know their names, but you see them, you're like, this, this guy. This guy. Exactly. Like, who were we talking about yesterday? The guy who played Dorian. In the mask. Peter Green. Peter Green. Oh, fucking the villain of my childhood nightmares. Philip Baker Hall? Hill. Philip Baker Hall. Yeah. The book, Bookman. Yeah, Bookman. Bookman on Seinfeld, right? Um, Here's another one. Luis Guzman. William Fichtner. If I'm saying it right. Fichtner. Fichtner or Fichtner? Oh, we don't know. Awesome guy. That guy. Bill Fick. Uh, <laughs> John Pellegrino. Uh, Mark Pellegrino. Mark Pellegrino. <laughs> John Pellegrino. I know Mark, John Pellegrino. I know <laughs> nice Natasha <guy>. Pellegrino. <laughs> no, Mark Pellegrino, uh, known for such roles as, and I don't want to go straight to Supernatural, but... He means the show Supernatural. He's never gone, he's never done anything. He's else. done some He stuff. was Lucifer on Supernatural for like yeah. 12 seasons. He's, he's done some other yeah, stuff Yeah, he's too. great. Robert Picardo. Oh, man. Gremlins, the bad guy oh, in Gremlins. My God, the doctor yes. on Star Trek Voyager. Yes. and Robert we ta- Picardo. We, remember we were talking about... Uh, 
Red on that '70s show, being the bad guy in RoboCop, was the bad yeah. guy in RoboCop. But in reality, it turns out. Why did our camera turn off? Is the red light still on? Red light's still on. Okay, yeah. the monitor died. Sorry, guys, about that. Everything just went black, and I panicked. <laughs> Um, what was I saying? Yeah, Red was the the villain in RoboCop, but it turns out I'm not gonna make that joke. Now it was such great timing, and the camera turned oh, yeah. it. I was gonna say it turns out that the bad guy was Danny. Oh, <laughs> not as funny now. The fucking the camera died. Yeah, yeah, Remind yeah. me next episode to plug in the monitor. Absolutely, might be useful. Probably, yeah. yeah. It's good to know if the camera's on, guys. That's all. Uh, considering it's also recording audio, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, how do we get down this? Uh, I don't know, man. Is this what the show is? It's just think, us? It's, it's like just, a phone call. Yeah. yeah this is, like, this is, by the way, this is not like... Uh, the, so I want to talk about this show for a sec. Just sure, for a second. Ahead, yeah. This show was born of the fact that Monday, which is my slowest day normally, where I do a lot of office work and like uh, prep for the week and shoots and whatever. Uh, and you're on the road a lot in the mornings yeah. on Monday. Peter will call me and we'll spend like an hour and a half on the phone where we do this. He'll bring up something that he saw. It'll trigger some memory of something I can't properly remember, which he knows because he remembers. And then we just do this for like an hour and a half. And then he's like, oh, bro, I'm two minutes late for a meeting. Bye. Yeah. And he hangs up. Or, or, or oh, hold on. Anna's calling. Or the oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I got a client calling me or something but, happens. But you know? I'll call him with a specific thought in mind. And we will, like, I'll be excited my, yeah. to tell him about that. But my thoughts we'll, are non-specific. And that's the thing is we'll only spend about 30 seconds on that topic before yeah. we spiral out that sounds into right it. and then it's it's seriously every tangent will have its own set of tangents oh it's like will it's have their uh, own sets of tangents it's like a language tree you know yeah. how they break down into like what are they called sprachbunds just like it's a made-up word it is not a made-up word i'll look it up right now sprachbund i believe it's german i'm well, looking at it, it like right that now. i would hope so sprachbund and so we decided you know what we might as well do this on camera so Aham, a Sprachbund, or I don't know how it's pronounced. I don't speak the language of the invaders. Also known as a linguistic area <laughs> of a linguistic convergence or a diffusion area. Okay. Such as, for example, the Balkan Sprachbund. Thank you. You've learned the stuff about linguistics today. Pride cometh before the fall, Phil. No, that was in June. Pride is in June. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, what else? Uh, what, 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 what's, what's going on in there? Should we talk about the writer's strike? We've never really addressed it on the show. I mean, I mean, it's a fucking bummer. I mean, I get it. I, I look, I, I want to start by saying I support the writers and I support the actors. And the I strike. have some very weird and unpopular feelings about the writer's strike because Do it, it's simplest, most distilled retelling of what's happening. I agree with them. They shouldn't be paid peanuts to, so that a studio can own their digital likeness yeah i agree with that we were always getting here we got here a lot faster than i thought we would mm -hmm. mostly because the technology has really taken off in the last couple of years due to the pandemic mostly um but like just that one thing yeah i agree with them but like at the same time billionaire actors picketing saying we don't work for free i mean well that's not what's happening hilarity no no no, no that's 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 not what's happening that's not what's happening you know what? Well, I wouldn't. Not, I, I wouldn't look, feel comfortable. I wouldn't feel comfortable speaking about the writer strike until we actually had maybe a guest who's an actor or, or a writer, uh, so they can give us their. I mean, opinion. I'm not a member of any. I'm not a member of the DGC I'm not a member anymore. Of any I'm not well. a member of Exis. I'm not a member of the Writers Union. Like, I can't speak for them, but as someone who is in the indie side of things, who doesn't work with unions often, but when I do, it completely destroys my projects. Sure. 
I mean, it's a weird feeling that I have. Like, I get why the union needs to be there. But at the same time, it's like, it's, it's a weird... It's, I used to feel like that. I still I, feel I, that I way. don't feel like that anymore because... you're not producing regularly. Well, it's not only that. It's the idea that I got to know a lot of them. And, and they've educated me as to why these guilds are important. Um, and so I made uh, them to, being who actors, yeah, actors, actors yeah. and writers, actors. And uh, I saw, no, I can't speak to writers like that because I don't know. Well, I mean, the actors. writers guild is not a union. It's a guild. It's not the same exactly. Sure. But I mean, it's, they've still gone on strike for, uh, their, yes, I mean, think about guild it, members, yourself, yeah. you, you've written, you know, imagine that you'd be a part of something and that's it. You wouldn't get paid if they found little loopholes. You were telling me about some Nickelodeon loopholes. I mean, it happens. Yes, it absolutely happens. But that's really, look, I get, I, like I said, I get why they exist. But look, man, what is it? 1% of working actors are rich. 1%, 2%, right? The rest are just working, trudging along, doing roles, doing voice work. Yeah, you're talking about a, a, a star. Or like the stars... I understand that them adding, like joining the the picket lines, puts a light on it. But at the same time, it's like, hey, you're not in the same situation as the rest of these people. Doesn't matter. They were once. Were the they? Idea, yeah. I the mean, idea, yeah, they were. I they, get. They were once. It's just, Even someone like Brad Pitt. I can it's point the dichotomy to of the optics of it. Yeah, the optics is one. The optics is weird. But here, I'll give you numbers because I read a report. But the, the other studios day. are fucking them. No, but look, look at 100%. this. So I can only speak to this report, which spoke specifically about Warner Brothers as a studio. Warner Brothers, by meeting the demands initially, were set to lose. I've heard as little as 25, 30 million, as high as 70, 75 Still million for Warner Brothers. So far to date, this strike has cost them close to 300 million. Mm -hmm. That sounds about right. So, what you're looking at is, and then you have people like David Zaslav, which I could spend an entire podcast episode talking about this absolute garbage monster of a human being, in my opinion. Um, who is the current CEO of Warner's uh, Discovery. Uh, but yeah, he, he's like, I will do anything I can do to help, you know, end this yeah. as soon as possible. I'm like, Except you just demand. cost, yeah, you just cost your studio. Like it's the nose spiting itself. Yeah, it's face, insane, right? insane, insane, expression. insane. Uh, look, I remember, when was the writer's strike uh, a couple years back? Right before COVID, right? No, no, it was like. It's been like eight years was it like COVID time confuses me, right? Like yeah, it yeah. throws my, my internal. Post and yeah. pre and post pandemic. It was definitely. So like now we're what? Years. It's uh, the, the year now is three uh, after the COVID pandemic. ACP, right? Well, three, we're in the year three ACP now. Are, are we? Because does the pandemic just encompass 2020? Because then we'd only be two ACP, right? But then there'd be two years that count as zero. I mean, we're, we're not, not going to get yeah, into historiography right now. I think we're going to call it for the day. Because uh, we both have other things to do. Not yeah. better things to do, but things we have to do, unfortunately. Um, I want to keep talking about the writer's strike, but I, I don't know enough so, details. So I'm going to do some reading. do some reading. And maybe um, we'll just stick to movies for now. I like it. I like it. <laughs> we don't want to be mouthpieces. That's it. That was the whole thought. <laughs> My name is Phil Balabanos. I'm Peter James. Thank you for joining us on yet another episode of 24 Frames Per Second. And we will see you next week. Subscribe. Join us on the Instagram. We'll post clips because if you don't like long form, I mean, what are you doing with your life? You should be listening to long form. Watch the long form. But if you don't, I mean, go see the clips, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't want to tell them what to do. 
Always says.